0: Hmm. exceptional
1: (laughs) are we just gonna whisper (laughs) (laughs) well if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do well let me introduce you To my boys, Matt and Drew For fun and laughs and spirits There's just one place to go It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show Whiskey Tequila Friday Show With my boys, Matt and Drew Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday,
0: Matt. And happy Friday to everybody, and welcome to another enticing episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink a little whiskey. We drink a little tequila. We educate. And we libate. Okay. This is already
1: right. It's been <laughs> so, so long.
0: It has been. So for all you listeners out there, you have been enjoying episode after episode, but Drew and I actually... <laughs> have had a little vacation from each other. He goes, what? You you spend the winter. I I ski every of... I ski every weekend. Yeah. So you're gone for a large portion of that snow season. And yep. where we live, fortunately for you, it's a nice long You get a nice long you season. You get to travel get... a little bit, but yeah. And <laughs> so we haven't recorded in a while. It's we been are a now minute. as they say in the biz, we're entering our recording season. As opposed to our dormant dropping season, this is the season where we try to jam in. Were we on hiatus?
1: Maybe is that what it's called? Or (laughs) right when when a show goes on sabbatical, sabbat. But when a show goes off the air for a a while, it's on hiatus. Yeah, on hiatus.
0: right? Right. But the show technically didn't. We didn't.
1: We didn't, yes, it was a f- recording hiatus. Our
0: glorious listeners got to keep on enjoying. Six listeners ep- cannot
1: yeah. be wrong. And I like how you also
0: mentioned that we've had some nice unicorn episodes, too. So, you know, we're yeah. going to hopefully get back to bottles that you can get. Maybe not every episode will be that way. We're going to still throw in
1: some special bottles because we, we want to highlight. Well, we've got a nice collection. Yes. And so sometimes we have to share that collection and, yeah, you know, I use collection loosely because it's really, it's only being collected until we crack it open, record it, and then drink the rest of it That's right. together. That's right. That's right. And I, I also think that if we had a show
0: that we just drank Jim Beam and whatever else on the bottom shelf tequila-wise, that it, it would...
1: El Hemador? Yeah. It, it that might... we might mention later? <laughs>
0: it, it might not... Draw quite the the same audience. We're we're hoping to draw. I wouldn't the... listen to that show. Yeah,
1: no, I know I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to that show. Well, another thing is that we have spent a you know winter time. You're cold, <laughs> right? You, you Especially want, up here. You want a little more heat. Yeah. Maybe you want something with a little deeper flavor. So we've yeah. done a lot of reposados. We've done a lot of añejos. We have not done a ton of blancos lately. No. And this episode, we're getting back to the Blancos. All
0: right. So we're going to do a Blanco episode.
1: And I brought
0: a very unique bottle. This is an American single malt. So this Ooh. is Yellowstone American single malt. Let's talk about
1: what you brought. Let's introduce your bottle. Yeah. So I brought a brand that I would not ordinarily recommend. It's the Tequila Heradura Blanco. And I want to point out that this is the high proof. This is the 46%, the 92 proof Heredura Blanco. And you actually got this in Mexico. In Mexico. It looks like this is also available in the U.S., but this one, you know, it has a blue top and it looks like the one in the U.S. has a red top. Okay. This is a 950, 950 yeah. milliliter. Yeah. You mentioned it's a different size. Kind of a weird size, and I don't see it other than 750. Right. In the states, when you know, and I've oh, I've only seen it online. I haven't seen it in a yeah. store.
0: But our listeners need to look at our Facebook group, Instagram. Get a picture. Look at the social media. Look at the post, and you'll right. see the bottle we're talking about. It's not the squatty horseshoe shaped bottle that is what we were what we're calling more of their normal baseline traditional blanco yes this is not that
1: right this is the tall round bottle still with the horseshoe i mean that's their logo but it's it's blue it's not that silver and black yeah. kind of color scheme that they've gone with but the
0: main distinction i'm i'm guessing it's the proof i'm, I'm assuming that other one the black label is 80 proof yes right And so this is 92 proof. So that's a number one way of knowing that you've got something special as opposed to the other one, which we'll let you geek into it. Maybe a little bit about. Geek
1: into it. You say geek into it again. (laughs) Geek out? (laughs) Geek in? What does infamous mean? (laughs) It's more than famous. It's in famous. You're so preposition heavy. Who cares if it's geek out or geek in? I don't know it's just weird geek <laughs> into this i'm going to geek into it <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on
0: let's talk for a little bit about single malt okay all right when you hear the word single malt mm-hmm. you th- you probably think of report cards yeah well, <laughs> you think of scotch right <laughs> right exactly because yeah. that's the that's the term that it's on every single bottle of whiskey that's over in in scotland You know, it's that that single malt that's what they use as as their designation of what they're making. Okay. For those that don't know, 1964 is when the U.S. made a designation of what bourbon is. It defined 51% corn going into a new charred oak barrel. All those rules that bourbon has to follow. Okay. The makers of these American single malts, okay, some are making bourbon and rye, and they're adding to the portfolio. Others are making only single malts. All of them are getting together and trying to come up with a designation, laws, regulations that will define that category. Because up to this point, it's a little more like the wild, wild west. So So,
1: American single malt, doesn't have the same definition that bourbon does, is, it does is not. what you're saying. That's correct. Okay.
0: That's correct. Or even rye whiskey. American rye has designations as well, too. Okay. But they're working on it. And there was a point in time where you could even go online and they had like public forums where you, the, the public could like base their opinions or post their opinions on what they think it should be, which makes sense. You
1: yeah. don't want it to be too loose. No, that, that way, you know. Right. Because, well, I think you're used to that with bourbon. Who wants, chaos, see, right? who, who wants chaos, right? Who wants chaos? Correct. But when you see Bottled and Bond, you know a couple of things about that bottle right away. It's following some rules. Yeah. And absolutely. When you see Tennessee whiskey, you know something about that bottle sure. right there. Because to have those titles, you have to have a certain thing. Yes. An American malt, you don't know what you're getting at, at this, this point.
0: At this point. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Yellowstone is made by Limestone Branch, all right? Limestone okay. Branch is was founded by Stephen and Paul Beam. I know you know the Beam name, yep. right? Yep. All the way back up to Minor Case Beam and James Beam. You know, that family tree has a lot of branches, okay? Sure. He is related to those, you know, the J.W. Dant. Okay. That is in the name of that Heaven Hill whiskey He's related to that dant. He's related to uh, Minor Case. I love the name Minor Case. And they have, actually have a, have a, a rye. Right. I feel
1: like I just got that replaced in my car recently.
0: <laughs> they, they have a rye whiskey named Minor Case Rye. Okay. So they, they've got a, a nice homage to their history. But the thing that's unique about this Yellowstone American single malt is that they are using pot still whiskey. For those of us that know a little bit about tequila, most of these artisan tequilas, they're all using pot still,
1: right? Because we're this is a more small batch, handcrafted.
0: It's product. more small batch, but also it, it accentuates the floral qualities. Oh it, yeah. it kind of it kind of captures more of what the yeast did right. to those sugars. Right. These pot still whiskeys they have a unique characteristic. And we're going
1: to get into it. Are you ready? I'm ready to get... Lift up your glass. Am I going to get into it or out of it? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) What do you get on the nose? So, immediately, when I nose
0: a pot still whiskey, it comes off creamy. And I know it's Mm -hmm. hard to describe Mm -hmm. when you're nosing something, but it smells like it's going to be creamy. Yeah. And the other characteristic that you and I have both agreed on... Is that there's like a yeasty, mm-hmm. like a yeasty bread, like a one of those like hot rolls, kind of a yeah, kind of a scent. yeah.
1: It, it's the it's the the dinner rolls that with you know four packets of yeast, right? <laughs> right. Are, they, are those actually called yeast rolls? I, I don't think even yeah, remember. They,
0: they do make some rolls that are called yeast rolls. But like even if you were to yeah. smell those before you baked them, right? While they're sitting there rising, you yeah. know, yeah. My family we. On Christmas morning, we have this tradition of we make this, like, cinnamon braid. It's like a braided cinnamon bread.
1: Wait, hold on. <laughs> you just said we make a cinnamon braid. It's like a braided cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right, I got you. All right, so a cinnamon braid. Do you and braid it yourself? Like, do you, are you rolling no, no, out the no, pieces? But,
0: but What we have to do is we have to put it in the oven the night before. And it rises. Oh, to
1: rise the it okay. It rises okay.
0: overnight, and then we turn the oven on in the morning to to bake it. And so when we drop it on the pan that night, it's it's the size of whatever. It's it's the size of a, of a baguette. But then in the morning, it has risen. Oh, sure, sure. Because all that yeast has gotten to to thaw out and to to really maybe more
1: appropriate for Easter. Eh, we like it in Christmas time. <laughs> it's more of a risen joke. God. Oh my digging
0: deep. <laughs> All right. So I don't think that there's a lot of like rye spice. Mm-mm. There's mm. obviously no like corn sweetness notes. There's no cherry. There's no, you know, uh toffee. There are some, maybe some caramel notes. I mean, it's still going into a barrel, right? You're gonna still get those mm-hmm. notes from a barrel, but
1: It's got a, but it, it has a barley, it has a barley, unique and somewhat doughy nose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Doughy and yeasty and creamy. Cheers. Cheers. Did I mention it's 108 proof? (laughs) It's a little warm. Hello. Yeah. A little warm. It's stout. Now, knowing what I know, I, I hope that it's not 108 proof to, to mask some of those, get in for it. The nuance one. of some of those flavors. I don't want it to be so hot that it overpowers some of the little distinct notes that I'm trying to pick out. But I got to say, they picked a nice proof here. It's getting that Kentucky getting that hug, right? Is American single
1: malt Kentucky <laughs> hug. Yeah. It's, it's good. I don't think we didn't discuss the proof, it, it, so it surprised me a little bit because it is warmer. Yeah. But it wasn't hot. It's not like burn your mouth hot.
0: No, I mean it's not cask strength type of stuff, but no. it it's hotter than say an eighty proof whiskey for sure. sure.
1: But it's the it's the it's the right amount of heat. Yeah. And I thought that the palate held true to the nose a hundred percent. Yeah, you still get that
0: creamy kind of mouthfeel. Creamy, lots of yeasty, yeasty notes. Yeah. yeah that's, now, that's, you did not I get like a that. lot of single malt. Report card.
1: I got kind no of report things. card. Is the single malt? What's is the, Is it barley? It's barley. Yeah. Is it a yeah. the normal amount of barley that you get in a single malt elsewhere? So just like the single
0: malts from Scotland, this is 100% malted barley. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, so I don't <laughs> know if they do it the same way. Like a lot of them have those what they call like malting floors over in scotland they have these large like concrete floors okay and there's one guy with this shovel and he has to just kind of keep rotating this like three or four inch layer of barley all across this floor he keeps throwing it and throwing it because they don't want it to get mildewy or moldy yeah right so it's drying while because the only way to germinate is to get it wet you get it wet and it okay. germinates. Yeah, that's when it starts to sprout. That's what malted barley is. It's just beginning that stage of germination, and they halt it by milling it. You know, they'll mill it up into that powder.
1: Yeah. And there's a guy who does that. Well, like, wh- like why not like a like a spinning auger type thing? Like, why couldn't you? Why 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 does the why don't they
0: have a person rolling the tahona? They got they got like an old school. Methods of doing to ho- you're all right. I'm with you. You're sitting all here, right.
1: you know. Yes, I'm. I'm wondering why they haven't modernized this, <laughs> and we like it because it's old school and it's craft. But I'm again, with you.
0: But that, but that scotch, I don't know what they're doing with this single malt. Okay. But it is 100% malted barley.
1: Well, I am pleased to report the complete absence of report card. Nice. So, I like it. Second sip number two. <laughs> Second sip. Very mouth watering.
0: Second sip. Always. Allows you to kind of acclimate to that mm-hmm. heat, right? Mm-hmm. That proof. Little fruit came out. Did you get some fruit? Little fruit, on that? And a
1: little soapiness. Okay. And again, not the astringent part. It's the sweet part of soap. I don't yeah, know sure. how else, but it makes me think of soap.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. For me, it's floral. Mm-hmm. But I think you and I have, like,
0: what you think is soapy. I think is kind of floral. I could be. But I love that creamy mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. That is so. Yeah. So pleasant, right? Long finish. Nice long finish. Agreed.
1: Kind of still going.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I say we do that a third time. <laughs>
0: third time's a charm.
1: <laughs> Cheers.
0: Okay, so third sip from me, some of the spices came out to play. How about you?
1: All right. I, I feel like I got even more of the floral, soapy, clean. Okay all right and it's it's almost like you know when you've you kind of walk through like somebody has just sprayed perfume and you kind of walk through it and you get a little bit of that yeah you just get the essence of it yeah that's yeah. i mean that's what i'm getting it's it's it goes beyond floral and it starts to become fragrant
0: okay and and
1: yeah. i think that's where i'm putting the soap yeah i for me
0: i got like this really nice ginger spice Oh nice. Like a ginger heat, not cinnamon. Ooh. I could go with that. All right. Now that you say it, I could go with that. All right. Yeah. And that's that's a nice characteristic that I get in non-corn whiskeys that I really enjoy. Those spices, more typically cinnamon, black pepper.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah.
0: And with a lot of these single malts, I get that ginger spice. And I really enjoy that. Because
1: ginger is more floral and fragrant, and yeah, you know, I almost feel like it's that's where you're. But if you ever like chewed on some just raw ginger, it can get hot too.
0: Oh, it can for have, sure. You know. Oh yeah. Have some heat to it. Yeah, I really like this whiskey. Ooh. I think it's.
1: Yeah, I think that's it's nice. So which? So what is this again? Now this is Yellowstone.
0: Yellowstone American Single Malt. Does this have an age statement? It doesn't have an age statement. Some of the. Google sites I'm looking at, it's saying four years old. Okay. But it's also interesting to note that this is actually not made at the Limestone Branch Distillery. Okay. It's actually aged in Indiana.
1: Oh. Which,
0: again, I have no problem with MGP juice. Okay, let me be clear with that. Gotcha. I love what MGP is putting out there. Are they being a little bit like overexposed, perhaps. You know, like every single <laughs> label has has MGP juice out there. But gotcha. the interesting thing is that this just came out this year. This is the first time that it's been on the shelf. Okay. 2023. Last year, MGP bought Luxco, mm-hmm. who owns Limestone Branch. You know, so I don't know if they're going to continue to make it in Indiana or if eventually limestone branch is going to want to do their own thing i i got to tour that facility Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's small and quaint and really nice but i you know if they're pumping out their regular bourbon they might not have time to stop production just for you know the single malt sure so yeah it makes remains sense to be seen you know All we'll, right. We'll figure it out eventually, I guess. Interesting. It's on the label, distilled and aged in Indiana, and then bottled in Kentucky for for Limestone Branch. It's a hitter for me. It's, you know, it's one of my new favorites, for sure.
1: And since this is its first year, they also then, so they don't have one that might be a 10-year where they state the age or something like that. Yeah, no, this
0: is the only release for that. And who knows, again, down the road, they might do special releases. Mm Mm-hmm. Even finishes, you know, it, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how yeah, it goes.
1: Yeah. Well, this is interesting. And I I wonder what the final American malt legislation yeah. will look like. Will yeah. it look like this or will it be something different? Right. Because this, I, I'm behind this a hundred percent.
0: If, if all those designations allow this to fit in with yeah. that, I'm in bully. <laughs> All right. Oh man, Should let's we move, over to, move the tequila? over to the tequila.
1: Get a little nose of this.
0: Man. So there's just this little funky note
1: that's really a, hard to describe. Yeah. It's not off-putting funk. It's it's almost like you know what I like to say is vegetal funk. Yes. Yes. It, you know sometimes when we're smelling these, we smell cooked agave, and on this one, I feel like it's raw. It's wet, green freshly cut agave
0: yeah. yeah the vegetal the vegetal note lends it to in your mind to think that that the agave isn't fully cooked and toasted yet that it's still yeah. in that in that green crisp
1: kind mm-hmm. of vegetal state mm-hmm. still yeah a little bit of mint i definitely get mint yep Is an herbal quality there's a peppery little you know yeah
0: not overly mineral, no. but just enough mineral right. to support those vegetal notes that you still know this is a Blanco, this is 100% agave, and nothing that would lend me to think that there's anything added to this. Right, Do you right. know what I mean? Yep, yeah. which we'll
1: get into that. <laughs> you want to give it a taste? Salute. Okay, first thing I notice. Yeah. Not that I necessarily taste, but the first thing I notice is that extra proof. Yes. I wish more tequilas
0: would get released in the 90s. And it's funny you said that because the first thought that came to my mind was the tequila primo.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I
0: had had thoughts and some real deep visceral emotions (laughs) (laughs) from that tequila primo and what we were experiencing mm-hmm. when we were tasting that higher proof blanco mm-hmm. not that they're similar i wouldn't say that they're similar but just the 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 response that i got like how my body reacted was <laughs> it went right. right it went right to that first night that we cracked that primo bottle do you get
1: a little anise in this tiny bit yeah and i remember that primo maybe that first night we felt like it was a black licorice bomb. Yeah, it was
0: a little bit heavier, but it opened up, it mellowed yeah,
1: out. Yep. And for mm. this one,
0: I'm, it, it's really balanced. I like how it's just the right amount of mineral. The vegetal note that we got on the nose mm-hmm, stays mm-hmm. there on the palate.
1: It's still a little minty, still a little yeah. herbally. Yeah. Herbally. Is that yeah, a, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'll take it. Okay.
0: It's all there. <laughs> and, I'll let you talk about
1: Yeah, let's get another sip in. Let's see what we get on the second sip. You ready? Yep. What'd you get on the second sip?
0: Much more of a mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. A really nice, creamy, dare I say, a little yeasty on the mouthfeel. All right. Just that just a glorious creamy aspect that, again, what so many tequilas offer, because they're all pot still you know
1: yep i'm looking this one up stainless pot with copper coil yes not that it
0: tastes anything like the single malt that we just tasted it's about the 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 mouth feel that you're getting different characteristics right but
1: this the the finish is just it's exceptional it's It's such it's it's really good and it kind of comes and goes like i that second sip i felt like the the finish was short but then as we're talking, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 something, it's, something, yeah. there's a flavor coming It's rising back. and falling. Yeah. 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 Because what you thought maybe
0: was going to be more anise dies down and then like a vegetal note comes back. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a more vegetal Blanco versus a more mineral Blanco, oh <sighs> Is that not fair to make you choose one of those? I mean, that's that's the glory. That's the best part about these tequilas is that you don't have to choose. Right. You don't have, you can, what are you in the mood for tonight is what you can ask yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah, I guess
1: it depends on the night, but mm, I really like, I, I just know that the brands that I tend to lean toward tend to be a little bit more mineral heavy. Okay. But then like. What were we tasting the other day? Was it Tapatio or tiralta or something? And it was just this bright green grassy flavor that was popping out. And we were just, we were just giggling (laughs) over it. Like it was just like so amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess it it just depends on where, what are we sipping? What hits us and when? Yeah. And that, and that's the glory of it all.
0: They
1: all have little differences. And even on as this is going, I'm on the palate, you know, again, we keep skipping over the agave. I'm getting a good a good agave lead. It's yes. it's agave forward. I'm getting still both cooked and kind of a green yes. fresh agave. On the palate
0: it both you get both of the cooked agave yeah. and the green agave.
1: Yeah, it's still on the noses. I'm smelling it again, just not not a lot of cooked agave necessarily. I'm still getting that bright green, fresh cut.
0: Yep. Now even a little bit of hay. Now that you said hay, sure, I'm getting right. grass I and yeah, hay.
1: Exactly. Mm. Oh, one more sip. One more sip. All right. So on that third sip, I'm getting more mintiness, a little bit of that black licorice, anise, anise, whatever, you know, kind of comes back say, out. I was just say more herbal
0: on yeah. that one just like the spice came through on the final sip of the whiskey yeah. those spices are coming through on the final sip of this more or much more herbaceous with that that anise and that yeah mm this really is tasty
1: nice. really good i want to re encourage the listener to get onto our social media and look at the picture of this cuz i i don't want them to buy the regular blanco right and be disappointed well you haven't talked about it yet let's 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 go so you know we we are always pushing confirmed additive free on the tequila matchmaker and the taste tequila site this is not it's not and most of the herradura baseline the silver the reposado the añejo are in the mid 70s yeah and usually until it hits 80 i'm You know, I haven't been disappointed by something in the 80s, and I have been by plenty in the 70s. Not that we won't venture into the 70s. That's what the Espelon gets. Yeah. And it's fine. You can find some good tequilas, sure. But this one is also priced as if it's an 87 and not a 77. Right. And the other labels that come out of the Gnome. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Right. Like like we just said, El Hemador. (laughs) Um. 57 on the blanco (laughs) the other thing too is i don't know when we're going to release it but we have recorded an older bottle of Heredura reposado yeah when we are fairly certain it's still being produced in a very traditional method because shortly after that bottle was made the distillery is known to have purchased a diffuser right and this is that chemical bath that acid thermal hydrolysis yeah you know let's let's instead of we're cooking and crushing we're going to basically cook these agaves in a chemical bath and chemically pull out all of the sugar and starch because that we can because they're harvesting
0: because they're harvesting the agave before it has a chance to fully mature right they're just grabbing whatever they can so it it may be even less than 5 years old and so they're going to grab every ounce of sugar out of those young agave by chemically
1: stripping it out. Right. So you're getting this cooking method that's chemical cooking, not baking yeah. in the oven or even in the pressure cooker. Right. right. The the uh, autoclave. Autoclave. Yeah. You're getting diffuser. You're getting column still. Right. That's what El Hemador is. Yeah. Sure. Now, but kind of surprisingly, this high-proof blanco scores an 86 with the panel, and even the ratings from the community are favorable. And there's a lot of people who say this is about the only Herradura that I'm recommending to anybody. Yeah, right. It's got a nice taste. It's not like um, <laughs> what did Sean call it? Right, you're not getting that, that Aga like, vodka vodka. Uh, yeah, it, it's or the
0: wedding cake. Yeah.
1: Both, yeah. right? You're not getting something that's all stripped out of flavor or something that tastes like a wedding cake. It yeah. It tastes like tequila. It seems like it's high quality.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it it's delicious.
1: But it's from a distillery with questionable methods on most of its lines. Yeah. So, I you know, it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like traditional tequila.
0: Yeah. And... So maybe for our listeners that are vacationing in Mexico. Oh my gosh. If you come across a bar and you see this on the either the menu or the shelf, you can rest assured that you're going to get a really nice blanco.
1: I would say if you find this in the liquor store, pick up a bottle. Yeah. I think I paid about 50 US for this. Okay. And it's a liter. And I'm looking online and the 750 in the American market is going for more like 80 or 90. Wow. So, I mean, this is, you know, this is, a, this, is this was a bargain. This yeah. was a good find. Yeah. Of course, I had to take an Uber to a local liquor store. I had to get out yeah. of, I had to get off the pier at Cabo <laughs> and get into town a little bit.
0: <laughs> but I love how it's a, uh, you said 690 milliliters? No, 950. 950? Like that's. Not even a liter. Why wouldn't they just go up to the full liter? You know, like it's. I
1: you know a lot of the tequilas that come out of Mexico are going to be thirty eight percent instead of forty right. because there's another tax that right. they they put on once you hit forty. I wonder if there's another tax that hits oh, once you hit a liter. Once you go a liter, so they go just shy of it. So yeah. if they do that, then sure. they avoid some of that
0: tax. Sure, that makes sense.
1: And I have no basis for that. No, but that's a good. Just, that, that would explain it, yeah. It could. Yeah. I don't know if it does, but it could. <laughs> Are you tasting anything in here that makes you think this is not a traditionally produced... You know, nothing that would come off... I mean,
0: if it is there, it's in such a small amount that I'm not tasting it, yeah. right? So those glycerins, those those aspartames, Mm-mm. those you know fake agave flavors, the syrups and stuff... Not getting anything like that. No, no. No.
1: I love it, too, how as we're talking, this, it just keeps opening up in the glass. Yeah, it, it changes. Th- this is one I, th- I think this is a, you know, we've talked before about pouring a glass, then going and doing something for 30 minutes, coming back. <laughs> like, I think this one is well yeah. served with a little time in the glass.
0: Definitely let that air get to it. And yes, absolutely.
1: I'll let the air get to it. <laughs> Don't do it. A little interesting tidbit for you, you know who owns herradura the
0: conglomerate, yeah that, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it was bought out in the like two thousand seven yeah,
0: you, you mentioned it, but I've already forgotten <laughs> brown foreman brown foreman, that's it, yeah, yeah, and what does brown foreman make in your world? Well, they make Woodford reserve, they make Jack Daniels, and they make old Forester. that's the main yeah, and
1: Finlandia vodka, I wouldn't know about that. Herodura is putting out 18 million liters annually.
0: Yeah, so there... It's a
1: lot of juice. Yeah. But then,
0: just like how Limestone Branch has this little special, unique whiskey over here, maybe Herodura has this little special thing, right? It could be. That the owner still clings to some traditional ways... That he's going to say, do whatever you have to do with that one. I'm going to keep this one. Right. You know, this is my baby. This is my product. I'm going to keep making this one the way I've always made it. Very and possible.
1: Guys like you and me can just say, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Right. You know? Yeah. Thank you for not turning this into El himador <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what I'm curious about? I too am curious (laughs) about this. I'm curious what one will do to the other. Right. And for those that might be new to the show,
0: we don't just taste the whiskey and then taste the tequila.
1: We taste them together in a little segment we like to call the Quick Sips. (laughs) Got in there, you got in there hot. If you're new to the show, the Quick Sips is our little addition to the spirits world where we take a sip of the whiskey, give it its time, give it a nose, let it, you know, develop fully on the palate. But then we're not rinsing. We're not waiting. We're not cleansing the palate at all. We're going straight into the tequila and we're going to see what does this whiskey bring out in the tequila. Mm. And once we do that, we'll flip it. <laughs> we'll flip we'll this Smack <laughs> it up. Flip it. So, one thing that we have to be aware of is there's a slight difference in proof, but not yeah. to the normal extent. Yeah. This one's holding its weight a little bit, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it's got some good heat, so I, you know, I don't feel like we're going to have to adjust too much. No. We're talking about 108 versus 92. It's not that yeah. big of a jump.
0: Yeah. So, just a, maybe a slightly smaller sip on the Yellowstone. hmm You ready for this? I'm ready. Cheers. Cheers. You ready? I love this show. <laughs> i don't care if anybody else listens oh that was that was really good that was so good on the heels of that whiskey when i put the riedel to my 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 nose Mm -hmm. i got this really nice like honey kind of note and then on the palate of the tequila i still got really you know mostly vegetal kind of note but then on that finish the ginger spice came back only it was covered in that honey so ginger mm-hmm. and honey on the finish just beautiful
1: i mean yeah just beautiful oh what so what did you think of the whiskey i mean after we've been kind of sipping both of them did the whiskey change at all for
0: me not a, not a whole lot i mean still got that that great, you know, yeasty kind of creamy feel. Yeah. But, you know, nothing was, nothing stood out too far. But that's why we go the other way. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Of course. But how about you? What did you get?
1: I got way more of that fruity, citrusy, soapy kind of flavor. On the whiskey? On the whiskey. Okay. Like I feel like it's just going back between them, maybe still having a little tequila. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so good. I, this is a single malt that I can get behind. Yeah, sure. Because I'm having a hard time with all the, all the scotches. And then on the nose of the tequila, I was even getting the spices at that point. Okay. Herbal, spicy, just kind of kicked up some of the things that I was struggling to get earlier. Okay. And I will give you that ginger heat. It It's herbal. It's... It's not cinnamon. It's not pepper. Right. It's it's got this like, it fills your head with that flavor. But on that finish now, I'm
0: still getting a little bit of black licorice, a little bit of anise.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think I was tasting more of like a cooked agave. Okay. So I think I would put my sweetness on the agave side of the spectrum instead of like super sweet like honey.
0: Yeah, no, when I think of, I guess I'm thinking more of like the honey... Like the Espelone episode, they, he talked about the honey of the agave oh, juices. Sure, 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 you know? sure. yeah. That's what I mean by the honey, just that sweet juice coming from the agave. Yeah. Not, not bees making honey <laughs> in the little bear that you and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about agave honey, agave? like the ag- right. a sweet agave honey. Agave honey, I'll give you. I like that. Mm. But that finish, holy cow. The one hundred and eight, followed by the ninety-two. Yeah, I mean that's,
1: and it, that's the, the glorious. The Blanco almost had a cooling sensation, right? It, it. Effervescence, yeah. <laughs> so there's the your other there's way. your ASMR <laughs> effervescence. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the other way. Yeah, I can't wait. So this time we're going to do the Heredura Blanco 46% 92 proof. Knows it. Taste it. Gather yeah. your thoughts. <laughs> quickly. No, yeah. Quickly gather your thoughts. Right. No cleansing. No nothing. Straight into the Yellowstone American malt whiskey. We ready? Salud. Salud. Finish is still going. Yeah.
0: That was so good. What's your favorite? Wow. Tough to pick a winner. So just like when we finished with the tequila, I talked about that sweetness of the agave, the mm-hmm. sweet honey of the agave mm-hmm. with just that, with that ginger spice. This time, for me, the initial palate of the whiskey, so sweet. So much sweeter than it was before. Okay. The spice kind of came on later, but then even into the finish... There was that spice, but then just a really nice, I guess it's a barley sweetness, like a sweet barley note that just, oh my gosh, for me it was, this made the whiskey so much sweeter and I really, really liked it.
1: Nice.
0: Did you get a lot of that yeasty on the the nose, like when you first nose it, like that's
1: all I got was that yeast. I did not get that same sweetness. Okay. It was all yeast. It was all dinner roll. Okay. It was dirty. Right. It was yeasty. What I really love though is kind of as we jumped up in proof, it kinda coats your mouth. It sits a little yeah. heavier. Yeah. It that creaminess, right? It was more of a mouthfeel thing than a taste at this point. Yes. Yeah. This one
0: this one holds its own for mouthfeel as much as for taste. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that goes for both of them. Yeah. They both have a great mouthfeel.
1: And the finish went on forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. I still am feeling that Kentucky hug, just yeah. that little warmth at the top of my stomach yeah. here, you know? This is really good. Are, are we going to try to pick a winner? Uh, f- for me,
0: it's tequila first, whiskey second. All uh, right. For me, that that was. That was really good. How about it, you? It
1: was really good, but I was going to go the other way. Yeah. All right. I whiskey first to the tequila. I really liked the cooling, bright greenness yeah. of the tequila after having that heavy yeah, whiskey. Yeah, sure. Sure. And, and then getting the herbal, the spices, yeah. the, the mint, the... Just the, all the... And then all that mm. sweet agave. Yeah. I'm I'm going the other way on this yeah. one.
0: No, that's good. And I'm not going to argue with you because they're they're both...
1: The beauty of it is we pick up these two bottles, crack yeah. them open, and it doesn't matter which way we're going. That's right. Because right? you know. you're
0: sipping back and forth. Yeah. And you're chatting and you're just
1: having a nice evening. Right. Yeah.
0: Ooh, my belly's warm.
1: Very. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm kind of thinking, like, I wonder how, I wonder how long this will last. <laughs> One thing that I'm really happy with on this episode is finally getting back to a Blanco. We've said it a million times. Yeah. We love Blancos. I probably love Blancos more than anything.
0: I know. And I and yet do. we
1: just released like six or eight episodes <laughs> of Fino and Reposado.
0: Kudos to you for keeping track of that, because I'm just thinking about a whiskey and a tequila. Right. It doesn't matter what kind of tequila. Let's just roll with it. Let's just go. But you're you're actually balancing, you know, and I guess I am too to some degree because we haven't done like six ryes in a row or we haven't done six bourbons in a row i'm trying to vary it up a little bit and this leads into what you had just talked about with wanting to like the scotches but just (laughs) not getting around to it (laughs) and you know you know what we might do down the road just a little teaser i don't know maybe a teaser idea all right yeah is that we just line up some real smoky scotches almost Ooh.
1: to the point of
0: our listeners can just enjoy me geeking out yeah <laughs> and enjoy you like almost
1: you know i don't think it, it, it it's not like it's a thing that makes me sick or it just gets the smokiness gets to be so much. Yeah, you know, and it's almost like it, it's like sitting in my mouth like an ashtray. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just so
0: much. Uh, yeah, no, you're you're right. It's it's a good equivalent of like saying something like um like a like eating like the black licorice candy, like a black licorice jelly bean.
1: Oh if yeah, have, which I would never. eat. Handful, yet,
0: I, I love it in the you have a handful of those. You're not going to taste. No. You could grab a whole handful of cherry jelly beans. You're not going to taste it cuz you the the licorice is just overwhelming your palate. Yep. So, I agree with you that the smoke just dominates, you know. You open up a real nice smoky scotch and it just
1: the whole room just emanates oh, with that. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, so we're we're going to try so we're going to try kind of a flight of scotches. Yeah, we'll do a, yeah, we'll do
0: a scotch flight. And slowly
1: yeah. move up into the smoky peatiness. Right,
0: yeah. We'll start unpeated and go all the way to the, like, super phenol, like,
1: just... <laughs> yeah. There's actually, like, a campfire log soaking yeah. in the bottle. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll try it. You know, I'm down for whatever, and it, just to have you geek out on it or geek into it, either way, um, I think that'd be <laughs> worth it. We we hinted a little bit to having an old-school Herradura Repo yeah, from the early 2000s, and we're going to pair that with the Jack Rye single barrel. Yes. That's recorded. It's dropping someday. I just don't know when. All right. All right. I just thought having this nice Blanco to kick off springtime, and spring is finally here oh, almost. Oh, my gosh. Like in the Midwest, spring teases you for a while. Yeah. But I, I feel like spring is here. It was time to, let, let's kick off the warm weather with a nice Blanco.
0: What are some things that you look forward to the most about this time? For those mm. not where we live, northern Illinois is just <laughs> yeah, brutal. Right. We
1: are dying for spring to come, right? right? Right. What's something you look forward to the most? Oh, man. Well... Especially at this time of year, before the humidity hits, I love to move my office to the back deck, oh. and I'll work outside. Okay. I'll get the umbrella up for shade, otherwise you can't really see your laptop. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, those Man.
0: cool spring mornings. Yeah, right. that's nice. Working outside, yeah. and
1: then, you know, as the sun kind of comes around the house and starts to heat up the backyard, and but you never get too hot. Right, but by the time you're into, like, late June, that's over. Like, yeah. I, I've got a month of that, a yeah. month and a half of that, and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's a small window, but it's a nice window. I love that. It is a nice that. window,
1: and then I can do it again in the fall. Yeah. But then otherwise, you're just out there sticky and, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're not getting anything done. Yeah. So I think that, and I really love falling asleep, and this drives my wife crazy, with the ceiling fan all the way up, like, max. <laughs> max wind you do it on the top setting top setting really you want that much
0: draft i love you, it okay and
1: i, I tr- i've tried to turn it down in the winter but does i don't want i don't want air yeah no i, don't, I want don't cool air blowing on me in the winter yeah it's all it's freezing here
0: <laughs> same for me it, it's off during the winter yeah but even in the spring i like the low setting just a little
1: mm. just that little draft mm-hmm. you know in the room once again, says a lot. This is just our personalities coming out in our ceiling fan speed <laughs> selection.
0: Oh, uh, and I know you don't walk the dog too much. You got a nice backyard. Yeah. You let her go out. But when you go for a walk now, we almost have to wear jackets. Like I look, I, right. I look forward to the time when we can walk without jackets. Yeah. Like without having to put a hoodie on or without having to put, you know, like... Just a pair of shorts mm-hmm. and a t-shirt. It doesn't have to be warm for that. You can do that in the sixties, you know?
1: Right. Well, and, you can do it in the sixties in the springtime. Right. Cause you've been used to thirties. Right. <laughs> so all of a sudden yes. that feels warm. Oh yeah, it feels yeah, it yeah. feels warm. Midwest yeah, it feels summer, hot. you know? Yeah. First 60 degree day. These might be the perfect pairing for springtime because we're getting some light, bright flavors oh, the that green, are right matching with the season. But you. at ninety two proof and 108 it's gonna keep you Still warm. Still
0: keeping you warm so when that yeah.
1: cold you know nighttime breeze comes in, I know.
0: like it. I like oh. it
1: man you know, so not only are we now matching these for palette, but also for season. <laughs> 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 our <laughs> will our talents ever cease? <laughs> <laughs> we just keep getting better. <laughs> Oh man, anything else? What else you got? I, I think we can wrap it up with that. Yeah. With that ridiculousness. Yeah. I'm just happy we got a little more in the glass. Yeah. No, that's yeah.
0: And these two, I mean, I'm gonna save mine for for that one.
1: You might have that's, to buy another one because I got I got kind of double time over here with yeah, this big that's fatty okay. bottle here. <laughs> I'll take it, though. That's all right. All right. Well, that will
0: do it for us, guys. We want to thank you for subscribing and following. And we want you to find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. We are at Whiskey Tequila Fridays. Start the conversation. Start, you know, give us some recommendations. Give us what you like. What do you look forward to in the spring? You know, if you're listening to us out in sunny California, maybe you don't even know what we're talking about. But for those of us in the Midwest, you know, we can appreciate a nice, a nice springtime. All right. We want to thank Joby, as always, for our music. We want to ask you to drink responsibly. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a
1: Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. Well, come on back for more whiskey, to tequila, Friday show. You know. No, it's true. So, anyway, all right,
0: let's see how. It yeah, goes. yeah. We're gonna be rusty. You know how there's we a do. chance we're gonna be. No, yeah, you know how we do.
1: And, <laughs> and then we'll cut out. 60% of what we talk about, yeah. and it becomes a nice show. <laughs> Six, right? It's, a, it's about right.
0: Yeah, all right. A lot of fat on that meat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go.